Hey podcast, Jeep and Bubba here. Uh, today I have a uh, little subject I want to talk about. I'm actually in my shop, so you might hear a little noise in the background. I got the doors open and everything, but uh, I'm actually waiting on a freight order to get here, and I'm waiting on kind of the last customer of the day and just a quick job that we really didn't have scheduled or planned, but we're going to knock it out real quick. Um, just a quick rotation for a guy, but Anyways, one thing that I've been thinking about lately, and I haven't been on here that recently, I've been super busy in the shop, you know, Corona's been going on, just the world's been turned upside down, but wasn't really sure. There's a lot of different subjects I can get into about happiness and, and politics and religion and all these things, but that's not really what the Jeep and Bubba podcast is about. It's all about Jeeps. And one thing that's been catching my eye recently, low-key, uh, in the industry is wheels. Now, that's the thing about wheels are, I think well, they're one of the most important parts of your build. Um, on a hot rod or on a tuner car or whatever you got, I would argue on a car or a truck build, it's the most important thing. On a Jeep match with the right tires, it's the most important thing. And it's what I would center the entire build around. You know, if you got chrome wheels or... Or, or silver wheels or whatever, um, what color is the vehicle? Or if you have black wheels or graphite wheels or or gray or whatever you might do, you have a red um, beadlock or yellow or, you know, that with what size tires do you want to run is going to determine what lift kit you run, what accessories, how you match everything. Now, you might be the kind of person that doesn't care about any of those things, just want to get whatever is the best wheel for off-roading and, and the toughest and holds the tire to the wheel the best, that's fine. But uh, if you want to have, make a little statement or make something look good, I like to be functional but still look good. Um, I don't put all my time and effort into looking good but uh, or all my time and effort into performance. But uh, one thing's for certain, it's been a big thing in the market. Um, you know, for quite a while now, and, uh, you know, it was fuel wheels for a while that just everybody had to have fuel wheels. Honestly, before that, it was, like, when I was in high school, it was Eagle Alloys and American Racing and uh, uh, even, like, Foos Designs, and then you got into uh, all sorts of brands. But then it was fuels, and fuels are still popular, the Rockstar wheels. Uh, methods are, you know, one of the most popular now, and uh, we just recently became... A dealer, kind of an exclusive dealer, um, an authorized dealer, uh, one of the only, well, I think we might be one of the only shops in the United States that's not a wholesaler um, that offers Mamba wheels. So yeah, we're basically one of the the few vehicle or few shops um, that literally isn't like an NTB or a tire rack that carries Mamba wheels as like a small independent, and we're definitely honored. Uh, I love their wheel line, and they're and they're made by Koenig. They're owned by Koenig Wheels, which is um, you know synonymous in in the tuner import world uh, with just a fantastic quality wheel. Um, and now they're making a hot rod, stylish but off road, fits the Jeep, fits trucks, just really looks good, um, and has a lot of style, kind of wheel, kind of like early fuel. Um, not quite methods because methods are, you know, tough and off-roady and, um, and they don't offer any beadlocks, but, uh, you might've seen them at SEMA. They're on a lot of rigs that were at SEMA in the past few years. And, 
Um, just kind of a new, I don't know, I just feel like they're emerging and could possibly be the next Mamba if if the Jeep guys get on board. A lot of customers, um, you know, we've sold over probably 40 wheels in uh, two weeks. And to uh, Jeep guys, Gladiators, TJs, uh, set to a Tacoma guy. So um, that, you know, I could see them trending. And, and that's kind of what I want to talk about, some of the trends that I'm seeing in wheels when I was in high school and I graduated in 2007, I was, first became a car guy. I was about 14 years old. I uh, got my first truck. It was a uh, Chevy S10 and uh, 1986. I got a set of American Racing. Uh, they were a polished aluminum wheel. And uh... Sorry about that. I had to uh, answer a call. But, um so I had this 86 S10. It had a, uh, uh, you know, built aluminum wheels, and they were pretty. I wouldn't say modern. They were uh, kind of from the hot rod era, something you'd see on an old Chevy back in the day, you know, 50s and 60s. But then, kind of modernized, kind of the foose look, um, just clean, classy wheels. And the black had just came out on the scene, uh, especially as I was getting in high school. You know, people were starting to call wheels rims. And and there were 20s and 22s and 24s and somewhere in black and and black was really frowned upon by the older generation because you know everybody wanted chrome and and, and billet and polished aluminum and that kind of thing, so um, really black was looked down upon. If I, I thought it was going to be a fad and now it's caught on and obviously been around now for 15 years and, and it's kind of people's go-to even from the factory now over um, you know. A silver or a, a chrome or a, well, really chrome's dead, but uh, a billet or polished aluminum or something like that, a steel wheel, so to speak. Um, obviously, hubcaps have basically died, and uh, everything basically has some sort of wheel on it now. And I think you know the aftermarket's really um, done a good job at changing that trend where wheels are important to us on vehicles, and the manufacturers aren't just slapping a piece of plastic on top of a piece of steel. They are in some cases, but uh, for the most part, not doing that anymore, and I appreciate that. But uh, one of the trends I'm noticing now, especially by like GMC, Chevy, uh, I think Dodge, and uh, Jeep is doing a good job at making factory wheels that actually look good. Uh, I like the new AT4 GMC wheels. I like the... Uh, uh, the new Rubicon wheels. And I've liked the Rubicon wheels really in all the generations. They've done a good job. I don't know why they don't just uh, make all of them to look good <laughs> from the get-go. Um, but one thing I think that's been emerging is this bronze color. Uh, and that's not a new trend. We saw it at SEMA 15, 2015 and, and and then it flared up in 16 and some of 17. But now it's catching on again. And I think people really want the bronze and the golds and that to work and it does to me in off-road on certain vehicles uh certain color vehicles uh even seeing some of the mustards and golds and things like that but uh one thing i've really liked in the uh if we're going to be doing colors and i think early on people tried to do color wheels they would do like a black wheel or, or a silver wheel and they would have inserts that were red. and that was just to me, just kind of cheesy, but uh, now we're doing like black beadlocks with graphite or dark gray um, powder coat. 
Uh, in fact, that's what I have on my vehicle, and uh, I have a set of methods, and I'm going to be switching to the Mamba M25s, and both of those are like a dark gray kind of uh, what they call graphite or, um, I don't know, a tungsten sort of dark gunmetal gray color, and I really, really like that, but they're doing lighter grays, and, and I really I like that I'm not so much into color matching the vehicle, but finding a color that um, is kind of an accent, and then you're able to maybe match your stickers and uh, maybe some of your other accessories. And I know a lot of people don't like the idea of matching your accessories, but just something that's not over the top, something that's fluid and then just flows through uh, really the whole build. And, and I think the wheels and tires, obviously, the tires are going to determine uh, what lifts you're going to run, and the wheels should determine really to me the colors and the accessories and, 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 and the decals and the other things that you might do to, to accent the vehicle. But uh, I really like to see the emerging trends. I think we're seeing more uh, spokes coming out. We were doing a lot of uh, what they originally, they, you had just a few options in Steelys. In the off-road world, it was D-Windows or Soft 8s is what they called them. Uh, you know, Krager made them, American Racing made them. You can look those up. But uh, Method kind of ran with that and made a modern version of that. And, and we've seen that being popular, kind of a military-style looking wheel. But now that's changed. Uh, in some of the emerging trends, we're seeing uh, wheels with, with more spokes. Maybe they're a little bit thicker spokes than we're used to. You know, five spokes have always been popular, but kind of the six and eight spoke. But with more style than the traditional six and eight spoke that... Traditionally, it was just for trucks. We're now seeing on off-road and Jeep vehicles. And uh, I like it. I like where we're headed. Obviously, I like bead locks. And I'm really liking this. I've seen a lot of people putting polished uh, aluminum back on the vehicles, billet with, on white, which is kind of a bit of faux pas for many years. And uh, um, it's starting to, I don't know, I kinda, it's, I'm coming back around to it. I don't know if chrome will ever make a comeback. I, I like black on chrome back in the day. But uh, but things are starting to change. And, and I like that that. Uh, we're seeing some innovations in the wheels market, um, and uh, sometimes it's for the bad. You know, uh, I'm not one. I'm not into these uh, squatters or the Cali Lean vehicles, and, uh, and to each his own. I'm not knocking them. It's just not my style for the super wide wheels. I've always been a fan of 17s, uh, 17 by nines on Jeeps, and um, uh, or if you're gonna go with a um, meteor tire on like a yj or an xj maybe a 15 by eight and a half 15 by nine 15 by 10 something like that um but besides that it's, it's kind of always been my style i think you have you know more variety of tire in a 17 18 you start losing it 20s look good on trucks to me um but you know 17 by nine and uh just something simple has always been simple but you know kind of unique and and the, the m25s the mambas i'm gonna be putting those on next week they're the probably the wildest wheels i've ever put on a vehicle and they're not that wild but i think they look really good so i'm gonna be putting those on next week if you want to check those out we'll be posting them on social on uh, facebook instagram uh those will be up there and um anyways that was just kind of something that's been on my mind i've been thinking and looking at there's a lot of different trends emerging in wheels it's kind of a something i've noticed maybe you guys might notice it too i don't know if bronze is going to be something that is it going to be the new black or, uh, or if colors are here to stay or after two or three years we're done with that. I think black is starting to get old to some people, but uh, we'll see if Billet makes a comeback or what it is. It's just fun to watch the trends and, and to be a part of the industry. And it's funny how all of our tastes change at the same time, but maybe we all just get tired of seeing the same old, same old. But uh, 
uh, kudos to Jeep and uh, and and think GMC too for really making some wheels. I think Ford's got to catch up a little bit. Toyota definitely has to catch up, um, and uh, just haven't seen a lot of great looking wheels out of them. They're still doing kind of the old billet and, and shiny stuff and five spokes and not like five spokes, but just just an OEM factory look that's boring. Nobody wants people sell the Rubicon wheels and get a thousand, twelve hundred bucks out of them. And, and even some of the Sahara wheels, people like them and, uh, and we'll use them. So, uh, kudos to those guys. Kudos to the OEM for actually maybe getting a pulse on what the aftermarket is doing with their vehicle. And of course, Jeep's been good at that with their Mopar division. They've, they've noticed that pretty much, you know, 90% of the Jeeps they sell get modified. It's probably the most modified vehicle in the world. Uh, at this point used to be the, you know, the Mustang or the Honda Civic, but now I think, you know, the Jeep, it's just everybody buys Jeep does something to them, even people who don't typically do things to vehicles. And uh, Jeeps realize that, and they've they've done some things on their own vehicles that somebody might buy it and not feel like they have to do anything. They, it has everything they might want as far as the uh, anniversary packages and the Rubicon Saharas and um, things like that. But uh, anyways, folks, I do appreciate you listening to the podcast. I have a couple other things in my mind. We are going to be headed to the Florida Jeep Jam in Panama City Beach tomorrow. I'm excited about that. So if you're going to be there, make sure to look us up on social and hit us up. Um, Hope there's an adventure in you guys' future soon. Uh, Make sure to eat your prunes. And as always, we'll be seeing you. Oh, and don't forget, this podcast was brought to you by Tiffany Kill Designs. Let me tell you what, folks, those guys are saving my biscuits right now. We've been having a issue with uh, Shopify, and we're going to be switching over to Squarespace, and they're doing an amazing job. We can't wait to launch our new website, blackbarrelfroad.com. It already exists, but we're going to be launching a new updated version of that, and they're the driving force, and the uh, literally the only way that would have happened is with those great folks at Tiffany Kill Designs, so make sure to go check them out, tiffanykilldesigns.com, and uh, as always, we'll be seeing you.